Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Last night on blogtalkradio.com slash dead in sports every Tuesday at 9 p.m. for now. Um, we did our NBA preview show. FIFO was unable to join us. So this is a special edition on blap.im. It's the FIFO edition because he said that the NBA is his expertise. And, um, and I'm not going to disagree with him on that. He knows his stuff. So it, 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 we had to have. Yeah, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right not having FIFA on last night. It didn't feel right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here we are, man. Um, so real quick, man. I mean, we had two games last night. I mean, three, three, three games yeah. last night. Anything, anything you guys want to comment on uh, from what you saw? Um, I, yeah, I'll start off. Um, Le- LeBron looked thirty-one, man. <laughs> Dang, you think so? He looks thirty-one, bro. Like, like you know. And, and the thing is, I don't. That's not necessarily a detriment. He's he's just naturally getting older, and you're starting to see the evolution of LeBron's game. He's gonna have to start to evolve because he just doesn't have the same step. He doesn't have the same first step to get around somebody. He, I don't want to say he doesn't have the same strength because I feel like the older you get, the the stronger you get, the slower you get. But like that last play was definitely indicative last night of the steps that he's losing when he couldn't necessarily get in front of Paul Gasol on that move. And then I think the biggest thing that I took away was when he did go up and he bodied him, he didn't move Gasol. Gasol really dictated LeBron's body position, and that's how he got that block. And that's not typical of LeBron, um, especially on the last shot like that, not being able to get it up. Um, what was the other game? Uh, Detroit, Atlanta. Three, I really yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that game that much. I saw, like, the highlights and stuff like that. Detroit's a problem. Um, I I definitely think that they they have an opportunity to make the playoffs. Andre Drummond is Andre Drummond. He's not going to score big, but this man's going to get major rebounds. He's going to be a double-double machine. Yeah, 19 rebounds. 18 points, 19 rebounds. Um, And then what was that third? That third game was um, Golden State and New Orleans. Yeah, and I... And I watched the majority of that game, and all right, so so there's two things I took away. Man. Steph Curry is most likely going to win MVP again for a couple reasons. So that's By your far guy. the best shooter. Huh? That's your guy for this year. Your favorite yeah. to win. That's my favorite to win. And this, and this is the reason why. He scores too effortless, and he is by far the best shooter. And you literally have to double-team this guy when he gets past half court because – any type of lag, he's going to pull it up in your face and he's going to score. And the other reason why I think he's going to win MVP is because I think this year the West is better and he's going to play in a lot more fourth quarters. He's going to play a lot more minutes. Last year he only averaged 23.8 points a game, but he sat 27 fourth quarters. That's almost a fourth. Uh, that, that's really like freaking half, almost half 
of the season that he didn't play the fourth quarter. This year is not going to be like that. Are they going to whack some teams? Yes, they, they're they're going to run away with some people, but I don't think that is going to be on a on a consistent basis like that. So I think you're going to see his point totals go up. He's going to be even better this year. So and that team cohesively is even better. So that's going to be a major problem. And then with the Pelicans and Anthony Davis, two things. I think he pressed last night, being that. Alvin Gentry, you know, was was the coach last year with the Warriors. As soon as they won the championship, he said that we're going to be here next year. Anthony Davis, you know, that that's, was more motivational than real talk. But I think Anthony Davis wanted to have a big game for coach, and you saw him press. In the first play of the game, Alvin Gentry called the corner three for him. What I saw was how they're planning to expand Anthony Davis's game. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, watching him in preseason, he's making that three-point shot. He, everything that he – that's why I'm saying he pressed last night. But this guy is a problem, and he's going to be an MVP candidate. He's going to be a defensive player of the year candidate. Like I've been saying, I think he's leapfrog KD as a second-best player, and this year is really going to prove that. Damn, people, that's, that's – uh, KD was hurt, man. I know KD was hurt. I know KD was hurt. But you know what, man? Even though KD has a lot of things that you can't teach, right? Like he, he, he like when we're talking about the elites of the elites, you, there's a lot of stuff you can't teach these guys. These guys just they separate themselves based on their athletic ability, their size, their natural gifts that God gave them. But when you look at Anthony Davis, he is still growing physically. He put on 12 pounds of muscles, 12 pounds of muscle this offseason. You see, he's, he has ball handling. He, he doesn't have NBA guard ball handling, but he can get the ball off the rim, juke a, a dude or two and get to the rack or make a play. He did that last night a couple times. You saw, you see that this guy has range. You see that his game is steadily improving. And I don't know of another player that can dominate five statistical categories like he can in points and rebounds and assists and steals and block shots. I don't know no other player that's putting up better than three in every single one on a nightly basis. When you look at his PER, he had the third highest PER in NBA history, and he was only two years in the NBA. This is his third year. So, bruh, he or is this his third going into his fourth? Who, Andy Davis? Come off. Yeah. Yeah, this is third year. Third, third year, bro. This, this guy's 22 years old. Better 22 than KD, FIFO. I think, look, listen, I think that he's on. That, hey, we've seen KD do yet. B? Come on, man. KD, KD has earned the respect. He, he's earned it. He's earned it. He's earned it. And I'm just saying, for me, I'm putting him above KD this year because I think he's going to actually pass KD this year. Okay. All right. We'll see. Well, what if KD is back in in form in old form? I I, I think what Anthony Davis can do, nobody else in the NBA can do. Mm. Okay. That's so, why I'm put, that's why I'm putting him there. So yesterday, last night, we didn't get a chance to really break down, like you know, talk about each of the divisions. You know, kind of like you know how we mm-hmm. did last year, how we of talked course. about each division and who who you think gonna mm-hmm. take it, blah blah blah. So we're gonna start off with the um, Eastern Conference, the Atlantic Division. You got Boston, Brooklyn. New York, Philly, and Toronto. So who takes the uh, East? Who takes the Atlantic Division? Give me them teams one more time: Boston, Brooklyn, New York Knicks, Philadelphia 76ers, and Toronto Raptors. Mm. I like That's Boston. You'd like Boston to take that? Take that? I like division? Boston. 
yeah, I like Boston to win that division. I think it's gonna be them or the Knicks. Um, I think I think everybody gave Phil Jackson flack for getting Porzingis. He's just young. He he just has a baby body. But I've seen um, a couple of preseason games mm-hmm. with him playing. The man has skill. And you can't teach that skill at 7'2 or whatever he is. And like Giannis, he's still growing. <clears throat> he's not done growing. And he's going to fill out. And skillfully, I, I, I like them. I just I don't know if they're all the way ready. Like, I like uh, the Grant kid um, from Syracuse, right? Is that where he's from? Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Grant, something like that. Not Jeremy Grant, the other Grant, his cousin, uh, the the shorter one, the point guard that they drafted. Um, I, he's a Horace Grant's kid, right? Yeah, I think Jeremy Grant though is the one that's in Philly. Jerry, Jerry, and Yeah, they, yeah, their names are like similar. Yeah, their names are similar. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. I I like him. I, I like what the Knicks are doing. I just so, I don't. So, think so you good. got the Knicks over Toronto? Toronto's in the, in the Atlantic? Yeah. Toronto? yeah. Oh, no, Toronto's going to win that. Yeah, no, Toronto's going to win that. <laughs> so, so you got Toronto first, you got Boston. And then Boston. And, and then New you York got third. New York third. Yeah. And then who, 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 who's, who's fourth? Brooklyn or Brooklyn or Philly? Brooklyn. Philly. 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 Philly look, I, I, I've been, for the last two, three years, I've been on, on Philly in terms of them building. This draft was not fortunate for them. Because they, they didn't get the guy that they needed to get. So it's kind of like they're rebuilding the rebuild because they have three big men. They're going to have to move somebody. But I like Okafor. I think he's going to be a rookie of the year candidate. The, the, this guy, he's the truth. He's he's the best low post big that we've that has been drafted in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, I had um I had Okafor as rookie of the year. Um, I think D had Westbrook. I said it's going to well, no, I had Westbrook. Oh, I, I had Westbrook for MVP. MVP, right, right. MVP. I said it's going to be a toss up between Westbrook and James Harden, right? If I remember, mm-hmm. I really didn't know. It's, Steph Curry did light it up. Um, I think I, I do agree they didn't get the player, D'Angelo Russell, that they needed to fit with the pieces that they already have. But I think the piece that they got, though, in Okafor, man, and I guess what you're saying about rebuilding the rebuild. Makes a lot of sense, but um, but that piece that they got in Okafor, man, he just fell into their, to their lap. I, it's yeah. the return of the big man with him. I, I think that's yeah. what we're gonna see. So they may have actually lucked out. We don't know what's gonna. Noel's a little brittle. He can he can fall apart at any given moment. Mm-hmm. I think Okafor can be that dude, man. You just because they still have the other pieces, they just got an extra big man. They get yeah. them another point guard or a point yeah. guard. But, here, but here's the thing, right? It, it's kind of like, who's the odd man now? It has to be Joel Embiid. You got be. oh, it. Has to. Oh, I forgot about him. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like Philly, I, I think that they took the best talent in the draft and probably, arguably, the best player in this draft. But as their rebuild, as part of their rebuild, I think they took a step back because, like you said, they didn't get the guy to fit the other pieces that they had. But they had to take who they had to take because it would have been almost a mistake to take almost anybody else. The only other person that I would have said that you could have taken would have been Emmanuel Moutier. But yep. but it's like, is Okafor better than Moutier? And, 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 and I, shit, like, I when's the last time you've seen a big man like that with those type of moves already? With the with, with the touch, with, he's, with, gonna, he's gonna get a lot of playing game. time right away. He's gonna get yeah. a lot. Of, he's gonna get a lot of clock right away. 
he's the number one option. Has that like who else are you gonna go to in Philly? Who else are you gonna go to to get buckets? You hey, look, go put that little man down there, give him the ball, and let him just go to work. Yeah, let him go to work. I think that the evolution of Okafor is gonna be how great of a passer he becomes because to me, that's what separates great centers in the NBA. Because when you're a great center and you can score, you're automatically gonna get double teamed because you're too close to the basket already. How am I gonna deter you? So you have to double team. So to me, what makes great centers really elite outside of, you know, all of their physical tools and touch and all of that type of stuff is how do you pass out of the double team? Like to me, Shaq was very underrated. A keen, great passer, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, all of the greats that dominated the low post were at least decent to great passers. And I think that that's the thing that I have to see with Okafor because I don't think he's a willing passer right now. And, I, and obviously he doesn't trust his teammates. Like that that's not the core that Philly is going to build their championship team around. So again, I just want to see him evolve. And, you know, two, three years down the line, I, I want to see him add that into his game. Well, he has 12 points and four rebounds and two blocks already at halftime. Wow, <laughs> no assists. No assists, which is what you were talking about. B, who you have yeah. winning the Atlantic Division? Uh, yeah, I got um, Toronto leading it. Probably, they're probably going to get him about, probably about two or three games over Boston. I got Boston second. Um, yeah, New York third. I actually have Philly fourth and Brooklyn last. I, Brooklyn is, I think the Nets are going to suck this year. <laughs> I would not be shocked if they be, if they be, you know, the fifth place team in the Atlantic division. I, I think Philly, I mean, they're both going to have bad records, of course, obviously Philly and Brooklyn, but I just think Brooklyn is going to have a, a worse record than Philadelphia 76ers. So I, I got them fifth, uh, in that division. Sorry for Brooklyn Nets fans if y'all listening, but yeah, y'all are pretty bad this year. You know, I'm, I, I think it's a toss up between Toronto and Boston for me, man. I like how they finished. I like Brad Stevens. Um, he has a lot of young talent. I think he has a, a light, you know, with Isaiah Thomas coming off the bench, mm-hmm. um, being able to light it up, that helps out a lot offensively. Um, because you can go to that guy. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Boston. Uh, Toronto will finish second. The reason why I was a little bit hesitant because I think DeMar Carroll will bring an extra defensive presence. To Toronto this year that Atlanta is actually losing. And I know we'll get to, you know, that division, um, to Southeast division later, but, uh, I like Boston to, to win that division followed by Toronto. I think New York I, will be in the fight. What's up? <laughs> I was going to say, man, I, I think you're slightly disrespecting Toronto. I think you're slightly disrespecting Toronto because talent wise over Boston, I picked Boston second. So, so, you know, it's just a matter yeah. of putting them. I like Boston for this reason. They are gritty. Mm-hmm. They they force turnovers. They're going to get into you. Offensively, they have the system. They just don't have the guys to exploit that, that offensive system. But with Toronto, have you seen Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry looked like he wanted to take his career to another level. And he's already been like at an all-star level for a lot of years. Well, I haven't seen him play this year. Okay, and and... and, and so you haven't seen his body. I haven't watched much of preseason, though. Kyle Lowry's ready. Um, I think what Damari Carroll brings to that Toronto team is is stability, and everybody now knows their role. Because, because when you had um, uh, Terrence Ross, um, DeMar DeRozan, those guys, Kyle Lowry, I feel like 
a lot of times they were trying to do too much. What Damari Carroll does for that team is put everybody in their place. They know what they're supposed to do. And I think that um, Dwayne Casey, their coach, I, I think that he needed that type of guy because on their roster, they didn't have anybody from a winning organization. They didn't have anybody that knew what it takes to win. Now they do. And I think that DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry both are going to take their games to, a, to another level. But the main thing is, is just staying healthy for them because they, they battled the, a big-time injury bug last year. But I think that you're being slightly disrespectful to Toronto, man, because talent-wise, I think that they have the most overall talent. In that division? I think, okay, from so 1 to 12. Trying to understand what Okay, so from 1 to 12, I think Boston has the best overall talent, meaning that they have the most guys that can contribute to a winning team. But Toronto is top-heavy, and you already know you kind of need a big two or a big three to win in this league. And I think that they kind of have that. I think they have a mini – I think they have a big two, mini, big three. You know what I'm saying? With Damari Carroll, with DeMar DeRozan, with Kyle Lowry. I I think that that right there is one of the best one, two, three combos in the East. And they got the LeBron stopper and DeMar Carroll. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I think I I don't like to – you know me, I'm pro brother. Um, <laughs> but I think I like Brad Stevens over, over Dwayne Casey. I do too. Coaching. Way better coach. Yeah, uh, I do too. Um, and, you know, that, that's just – but we'll see, man. It, like you said, it's one and two. It's a toss-up, really. Uh, it mm-hmm. could come down to health. And we'll, we'll see. And, um, I, I'm with you on New York and I have them fighting for a playoff spot. There's something about Przinski and just seeing some of his early numbers and I haven't had a chance to really see him play. What did I say it wrong? He said Porzinski. What is it? Old man, so Porzingis. Porzingis. <laughs> Porzingis. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think, and we'll see in the first month. Um, and I may have jumped the gun a little bit, B, and, and saying I needed to watch him one, one game because I think he's only going to play limited minutes early. Um, but, you know, I think he can do statistically a lot of things for them. And as they go along, Jeremy, you know, Jerry and Grant is a big addition for them. Carmelo can stay healthy. If Derry Fisher can kind of get them going, they should be a lot better than they were last year. So I think I, I got them finishing third, um, in that division. And, you know, of course, Philly and, and Brooklyn, if I'm, I'm with B, I think Brooklyn would be absolutely terrible this year. Mm-hmm. I think Philly will win more games than them um, mm-hmm. this year. So, so what about the um, Central man? Things get a little bit interesting. We saw Detroit last night. As a matter of fact, we saw Detroit, Chicago, and Cleveland play last night. Paul George is back and he's healthy with the Pacers. And the Milwaukee Bucks added Greg Monroe to 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 their roster. And they made the playoffs last year, and Jason Kidd did a hell of a job. Um, we got to give him credit. Is this the toughest division in the Eastern Conference? Yes, hands down. What are your picks? Who you got winning, and where? You want me? You need the teams, FIFO. You got it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chicago, Detroit, Indiana, Milwaukee, and Cleveland. Um, here's my thing with Cleveland. I, I've, I've been. I, I don't think that they're going to get off to a fast start. Uh, I, I think they're going to get off to to a slow start, but I think they finished one or two in the East. Um, I think Chicago. I like what I see out of Chicago. I like what Fred Hoiberg has brought to that offense. 
Um, I was watching, you know, last night after the game, Kenny Smith was saying that they're not as intimidating as a squad anymore. And I agree. But how many offensive squads are intimidating defensively? I think that what they need to be able to do is be middle of the pack defensively. And if they can get their offensive numbers up, they're a better team. Because how bad they were offensively all of these years under Thibodeau, it's time for a change. And, and, and you can't, you can't, in this NBA, you can't rely on one guy to, to score consistently. You just, you just can't. You need multiple pieces. You need multiple uh, contributors. And I like that they're starring Miritic and Gasol. Um, we already know what Jimmy's been able to do. Hopefully D-Rose can stay healthy. This guy, I don't, I don't even want to talk about D-Rose. I like just at all. Because because the way, like, what every time he opens his mouth, I just feel like – I. I I'm about to cringe. Like, like, bro, what are you talking? Just yeah. focus on basketball, man. Just, just focus on basketball. I guess that's the reason why they don't even let him talk in his own commercials most times. But, um, I think Milwaukee is a problem. M- M- Milwaukee, there, you know, but before Milwaukee, the longest team in the NBA was OKC in terms of length and being able to close spaces and, 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 and play defensive rotations. And even though if they might be slightly out of position, they can still defend. Milwaukee's a problem, bro, because they can do all of that. And now they have a low post score, somebody that they could just dump it into. And they have Carmelo 2.0. They have a 6'6 point guard that's long as hell. Everybody on that team is interchangeable. Defensively, that gives them a lot of a lot of advantages. And we saw what they did with Chicago last year, how they pushed that team. And Chicago mm-hmm. is a battle-tested, playoff-contending team. And they pushed them that first year. So this year, now that they got Jabari back, they're, they're going to be a problem. But who wins this division? I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be Cleveland. I think Cleveland, like last year, like that second half of the season, and like most championship teams, that second half, they're, they're going to go on a roll. They're going to get Kyrie. I think they're going to get Kyrie earlier than, you know, people probably think. Um, I think K, I think this is perfect for LeBron and K-Love to gel right now. And then when you bring Kyrie I think that's the question mark. But talent-wise, man, they have the most talent. So in the NBA, talent wins. I think Cleveland wins. I think Chicago or Milwaukee comes second. I I, I don't know who. I've seen Chicago play. i got to see Milwaukee play a little bit. But if I just go based off of what my gut is telling me, I think Milwaukee finishes second. Um, I think um, Chicago finishes third and Detroit finishes fourth. And I think Detroit is going to be one of those fringe playoff teams because them boys are tough, man. Them, yeah. them, them boys are tough. Yeah. I, I'll go B and then I'll hand you the floor. Um, I, yeah, Cleveland. Um, I, I totally agree. I think they're going to start off slow, um, injuries. Uh, last night I kept, you know, reminding people that the off season was hectic with Vlad, Tristan Thompson. They just got him back. You know, he looked a little bit out of shape. Um, but I like the addition of Richard Jefferson and, and Mo Williams, both veterans with play, playoff experience. If you think about what they had to go through in the playoffs last year when they lost their guys, you know, Mo Williams or Richard Jefferson can make up for that and give them some offense and some veteran leadership. I think people are sleeping on that. And that was one of the things. Q said he didn't like the roster. We'll get into that. We don't have to get into that. Um, but – it's Q being Q. 
Um, but I like the and, – and we saw Mo Williams got off last night. He played with LeBron. He played with LeBron on those 60-win teams. So I think he's a definitely a, a, a valuable addition to that team. You know, Kevin Love, two clutch threes, you know, last night to pull within two. And, you know, um, LeBron, maybe his back, was, you know, he, he did look a little hesitant going to the hoop, but we can attribute that to his back. But he went on the bench. They scored 11 straight points. You know, <laughs> you, you always do that, Q. Um, you'll see. But anyway, um, but overall, man, you know, I, what, what I saw last night, they were playing fast. You know, Delhi get the ball, they go up court. Mo Williams get the ball, they pushing it up. <coughs> uh, that was a little surprising to me. So they didn't, they didn't really try to slow it down and walk, walk, walk it down the court. Richard Jefferson made an impact. Uh, Anderson is there. So I, I like, I like the pieces that they have. They're, they're pieces that they need to make that playoff push. And if they get to the finals to win it, because now they don't have any, any points of failure. If Kyrie goes down, if Love goes down, they got guys that can step in and contribute. Um, so, you know, I like that. I think, like I said last night, it's going to come down to David Black. And ultimately that, you know, they, they lost last year in the finals because David Black versus Steve Kerr and of course health issues. Let me ask you, how do you feel about that play design last night to win the game? Because, because you, you talk about David like Black. Okay. No, I did not like that play. You, you just, you, you run a, a pick and roll action to, to get him to switch on Paul Gasol, who's three or four inches longer than you, has the long arms and he can block shots. It, it wasn't, it wasn't a good play. I, I didn't like the play. I don't like, you know, when they switch, it, it put to me in a disadvantage. And I'm talking about after that play and the ball was blocked out of bounds. The oh, yeah, yes, yes. Because, you know what? That because, was the play that I criticized the most. Mm-hmm. Having Mo Williams toss the ball inbounds, they were out of timeouts, right? I hope. I hope so, too, because yeah. that was my first question. I, I couldn't see where I was at. I, I couldn't see um, if they had yeah, any timeouts or anything like Yeah, that was a terrible play call. I don't know who called it, but that was a terrible play call because they really didn't have anywhere to go. And they just tried to make something happen. And then, of you, course, you know. With that play call, this is the reason why I think it was a terrible play call because the all of the motion was coming toward the inbounder. You didn't mm-hmm. have anything happening on the weak side. The play that 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 Mo tried to make on the inbound was getting LeBron, you know, posted against Jimmy trying to get it over the top. But right. that angle is too difficult. If they would have had some weak side action and brought LeBron or somebody else, a James Jones, off of that, now you have to keep your eyes on him because you know the type of shooter he is. They, I just, I, and you know what? I'm gonna give him benefit of the doubt. It's 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 game one out of an 82 game season, but you should be a lot sharper than that. Like this is what the off season is for. It's for moments. It's for situations. Championship teams practice situations you can install your offense you can have your philosophies you can have all of that but what wins games are situations tied game ball out of bounds what are we running what what like what are we doing what what's our mentality here that's what you should be practicing in the offseason more so than trying to get your offense right the offense will come these are nba and you have Le- you have LeBron James. You need to get your defense on point. You need to get your situational basketball on point. That's what wins games in the NBA. 
Well, and not only that, you you have other options. So if LeBron wasn't there, you got Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson snuck under the basket. So I think you have to have one to two or three different options to go to if the first uh, option isn't there, especially if you have other talent you can rely on. Kevin Love just hit two three three pointers. You can give him that shot because you know he just hit a shot. I can live with that. But anyway, first game, first season, I put that loss. I don't know who to put it on. I think I just didn't like the play, so I'm going to put it on Blatt. But, you know, it was a hell of a play by Paul Gasol, but that last play could have been better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I got Cleveland. I I don't know about – you know what? I, I don't know about Chicago, man. Um, it's re- It really, for me, will, will, will hinge on whether Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler get along. Um, I think Frank Horberg offensively will make a difference. Um, Noah is falling apart. Um, thanks to Thibodeau. I think he ran all those guys, you know, uh, in the ground and I think they're starting to pay for it, but obviously they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of depth and I think that will pay dividends for them. But, you know, will they actually have the toughest they need to go far, you know, far in the playoffs? So, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not, completely sold on them, but I think they break, they brought a lot of the pieces back and I think that's enough to help them win, uh, fall in, you know, win, uh, finish second in the division. After that, give me, give me Milwaukee and then give me De- Detroit and give me Indiana. I, I Indiana, I, I gotta see what they do. I, I know Paul George is back. You put Chicago second? Paul George. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm go okay. out and say Chicago will finish second. Okay. I, I'm not confident about it, but you know, I, I think I feel you. they have enough talent. Jimmy Butler is a bad, bad dude, man. Um, and they it's still really the same team. I think they just have a different coaching philosophy, and we'll see if that sticks. Uh, B, man, yeah. So Detroit winning the division, man. Yeah, you funny. No, Detroit is not winning the Central Division. Um, I think to FIFO and your point, Ken, I think first, even though I still think this team will represent the Eastern Conference, you know, as a whole, but I think just in this division, I, I think Chicago, just because Cleveland, like y'all said, Cleveland might get on a slow start and everything, they're going to be focusing on the playoffs. I think just, just off regular season wise, I think Chicago might take first place in the Central. Um, I got them at first. I got Cleveland second, um, Milwaukee third, Detroit fourth, and Indiana fifth. But yeah, we might have we might have four, possibly four teams out there central division that might represent the Eastern Conference when when playoff time come. But um, yeah, just just like I said, I, I really agree with people and Ken's point about you know Cleveland coming out to a slow start because you know that's just what they do, and now they have injuries right now, so you know they might not really get going until you know early January mid-January going into the All-Star break, and then they're going to look like the, the Cleveland that we known to see them look like uh, with, led by LeBron James. So I think I got, I got a Chicago that might probably get them by like a game or two, you know, might take the Central Division by like a game or two. And then I got Cleveland second. I mean, who I said? Milwaukee third, Detroit. Yeah. Indiana Indiana might be right there uh, fighting for that fourth spot against Detroit. I think Detroit might get them. Um they might, yeah, Detroit, because they they won thirty two games last year. I see Detroit definitely improve. I can I can see Detroit improving to anywhere between that thirty seven to like forty one, forty two games, being right at five hundred for the year. So 
Yeah, I, I think I think that might and in hell in the Eastern Conference, you win in thirty nine to forty two games. That's that's going to give you a seven AC in the playoffs possibly. So Not you know we seen teams. Yeah, we seen teams in the Eastern Conference do it before. So, but yeah, that's my that's my my order for the Central Division. Well, and and this is the last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on. You know, look, man, these guys they only care about the second half of the season when it's playoff time. They don't most most. Veterans like this that have, that go to the finals and stuff like that, you know, they always get off to slow starts because the only thing that matters to them is when playoff time. <laughs> so, you know, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me. But um, all right, so Southeast Division, we are in Atlanta. Atlanta shocked all of us last year, and we were extremely thrilled by it. It uh, brought a lot of energy. Just to the you just mean I, like just the city was thrilled. You mean the city was thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you know. All right. But man, we're gonna show Atlanta some love, man. I mean, I know you Detroit all day, but you know we, we we'll show the city some love anyway. <laughs> uh, but it was good. It was it was good energy around the city. You know, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but uh, you know, they finished what first? Yeah, they won. Yeah, the, they yeah, they represent. There was a number one seed going into the into the playoffs. Right. They were last year six, winning winning sixty. I think I think that was a franchise record for them last year. The most mm-hmm. wins for a franchise ever last year. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so we got the Hawks. We got Charlotte. We have Orlando, Miami, and Washington. Um, B. Washington. Who, I got, who, who you got, man? Uh, okay, so, okay, oh yeah, this this is really Uh-oh. interesting too. I got what? Go ahead. <laughs> nah. I got I got Miami taking this. I think Miami is definitely taking this. This is I want to say hand. I want to say hands down, just because you know Miami. Even though I'm, hey, Washington is going to be right there, second, third. Okay, I, I and I, me and FIFA talked about this a lot when we was hooping the other day. Um. I like Orlando, man. I, I think they might be third. <laughs> I think they, I think they can probably surpass Atlanta because Atlanta really looked like they missing uh, Deion Carroll. Um, Demar, I think I'm De- Demar Carroll. Yeah, they might be missing them, man. I, and you know what? I'm just this is like a roll the dice. I'm really rolling the dice. I, I'm really rolling the dice, thinking Orlando is going to be the third best team out the Southeast. It might end up being Atlanta. Just because of experience and coaching, you know, and some they pretty much besides Carroll leaving, they pretty much have the same core. You know, you added Tiago Splinter and a few other players here and there, but I would not be surprised if Orlando and like you gotta think today in the Eastern Conference, so it's not like it's super tough, super deep like the Western Conference. So in the South, and you you got Charlotte. Um and you know, I think Charlotte's gonna be last. Yeah, Charlotte's definitely gonna be last. So I got Miami, I got uh Washington. I'm rolling the dice and seeing Orlando third, fourth I got Atlanta, and then last I got Charlotte. Charlotte's going. Charlotte Bobcat's going to be last, but I'm really rolling the dice on Orlando because me and FIFA was like going crazy. We we really like Orlando, so I got to go Orlando third. I like Orlando as well. I like Harris, um, you know. and Gordon. Remember me? Oh yeah, FIFA. I know you're going to bring it up, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I like I like Gordon too, man. I I, I like the pieces that they have. They got this other rookie. That that played really well in the summer league. Um, I know FIFO has has all of that stuff, you know, memorized. But you know, so I, I don't think that's, you know, at least for me, I don't think that's taking too much of a risk. I mean, maybe to the casual fan, um, when they look at pieces, they may oh Orlando, but nah, I think Orlando could probably do some things. Um, 
for me, of course, you know, I, Miami is going to win that division. Um, I, you know, Washington, uh, if Bradley Bill takes that next step, um, yeah, they, they, they should finish second. Uh, yeah, you think, think long, think wrong. Man, I don't want to do the Hawks like this, man, but. Go ahead, man. It's okay. No, man. I don't know about the Hawks. They got us. Look, if we, if we really, really look at the Hawks from last year, what was it, that 20-something game win, win streak they had or something like January. that? Like the whole month of January, they was like undefeated. Right. That, that gave them a sizable buffer. Yeah, so, um, in the Eastern Conference because that's that's I think that was during the time when uh when LeBron had took like a little like a week and a half two weeks kind of off to kind of rest and get ready and then you, yeah. you saw what happened when he came back you know he looked like a whole different you know re-energized LeBron so you're right go ahead Ken you're right I mean that was a big boost for them going that twenty game winning streak I won't disrespect Budenhauser and I won't disrespect. The, the the play the experience that they gained from that, I agree with you 100. percent Losing to Mark Harrell is gonna. I think they're gonna feel that, and I think they can. They'll probably feel that for about at least 10 to 15 wins, um, if not more. I, I, they'll they'll fit. I'll, I'll give them. I'll show them some respect. I'll pick them to finish third. Orlando fourth, and no, no. Uh, yeah, Orlando fourth, Charlotte fifth. Um, Jefferson Kaminsky, I don't know what they're going to do. Charlotte lost, um, you know. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, Frank, Frank Kaminsky. Kaminsky. Charlotte lost, got injuries. So, uh, so yeah, Charlotte to finish last. What about you, FIFO? Hawks winning this division, man? They're going to show that they, nah. were, they were legit? <laughs> you already know I trust zero Georgia teams. So, all right, I'm not bringing them first. But um, I, I want to go off of what you were talking about with Charlotte. I think that um, Richard um, Richard Jefferson Al, Al Jefferson Al, Je- Al Jefferson is going to be traded because he's mm-hmm. a free agent coming up this year, and I don't think that he wants to come back because I don't think that they've made enough moves to to. I think that they've made a lot of the right moves for the future of their franchise, but they didn't make the right moves to try to win now. And Al Jefferson, where he is in his career, he's more of a win-now kind of guy. So I think that they're going to have to move him because I don't think he's going to resign. And I don't think that you can let somebody that has such a big salary cap on your roster walk away and not get anything in return. So if they don't get off to a good start, I definitely see him being moved before um, that the, the, the trade deadline. Um, but I definitely think that they're last. Who wins this division, I think, is Miami, hands down. I think they're by far the deepest team. Um, one of the deepest teams in the NBA, um, in the East. I think they're the second deepest team next to, to Cleveland because they're really too, too deep at every position. They have, they, I think they have a nice infusion of youth, young veterans and veterans, and they have a championship core. They still have a championship core. So that's mm-hmm. big. And, and, and you can't over or understate that. The Wade's looking the best he's looked since. The LeBron years, Chris Bosh hopefully is healthy for the rest of the year. I am really, 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 really big on Hassan Whiteside. Goran Dragic, I don't need to say anything. He's proven. And I think that their future is Justice Winslow. I think he's a guy that's in the mold of a Stanley Johnson, 
but his ceiling is big. I think he's going to get better. And and I think for him to be playing behind a Luol Deng, to play on such a veteran-laden team is only going to help him in the future as they transition away from the known commodities and, like, the future of Miami Heat basketball, which I think is going to be Justice and Hassan eventually. Um, so they win. Second team in this division um, – who, who who are the other teams in this division again? Yeah, you got Miami, you got um, Charlotte, you got Orlando, Washington, Washington. And Orlando. Washington, I think, finishes second. Um, I've always liked John Wall, even when it was an unpopular opinion. Ken, Ken can attest. Ken yeah. never really liked John Wall at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, he's the truth. Just trust me. He just, just has to play. He, and he was injured his first two years in the league. So I think that that took a lot away from him. But I, I like Washington, but they're missing something. They're, they're, because I think John Wall is borderline superstar, but the type of superstar he is, he, he's a pass-first point guard. And and he doesn't have a, a scoring mentality, really, because he, cause he just doesn't have those tools. He can score, but I've never seen him just take over the game in a scoring aspect because he, he's, he's more of a rondo than anything else. And and that's what they're missing. They're they're missing another guy that can go get them buckets because we know Bradley Beal is going to go get you buckets. We know that. We know that John Wall's going to get whoever's open the ball. But who else do you go to? And I think that's what Paul Pierce gave them, and that's their weakest position now is the three because Otto Porter, from a from a positional standpoint, I thought he was the perfect fit, but. You don't know anything until you get the person on the court. And once he got on the court, it's kind of like, you're not who I thought you were. So, but with all that being said, I definitely think that they finished second. Um, I'm kind of with B. I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect the Hawks. I, I, I really don't because they do have veterans. They have a proven system. They have guys that buy in and they have guys to fit that system. My thing is is defense on the perimeter because you lose that with Damari Carroll. You lose the two-way player because you get Cephalosha and you get Tim Hardaway Jr. But I think it's the same predicament that a lot of times Cleveland finds themselves in, Amon or JR. Is you have to pick offense or defense. And sometimes that's difficult because you need both. You need a guy that can go both ways. But that goes to Orlando now. Orlando has a lot of two-way guys, or like Oladipo, Heizenga, um, Aaron Gordon, Vucevic, Tobias Harris. They have five guys that play offense and defense. Tobias got to get better defensively, but he he's no slouch. He's not he's not what he was his first couple years in the league. He's definitely improved on that. So I really like Orlando because I think Aaron Gordon is Blake Griffin 2.0. He's already improved his jump shot. He has handles like Blake. I don't think he has the same vision as Blake, but I think that'll come. This is only his second year in the NBA. You look at his body. He has put on tremendous. He looked like a grown-ass man already. He's only two years in. Um, I like Alfred Payton, what what he brings to them. Um, I watched a little bit because, you know, we get the league pass for free for about a week. So I watched, uh, you know, a couple minutes and he made a jumper. And I'm like, if he can consistently make – he doesn't even have to have a three-point shot. If he can consistently make a mid-range jumper, that puts that team at a whole nother level, a whole nother level. 
Um, Oladipo, we know we know what we're going to get with him. We just need to see consistency. And I think out of any young team, that is the biggest question mark. Can you do this every night? Can you not get too high? Can you not get too low? If you lose by 20, can you can you brush that off? And if you get a big win against Golden State, it's just another win. Can you go and repeat that the next game? So that's the biggest question mark I have for them. But if they have any level of consistency, they're going to be a problem. And I think with their head coach, Scott Skiles, you're going to see that at least on the defensive side. And we already know they have some defensive studs. If they become a defensive first team that gets out and runs and takes advantage of those athletes, that's that, they're the new Milwaukee. They're the new Milwaukee. I don't think they have the same type of length that Milwaukee has, but they have better athletes, and that's a problem. Um, then I go to Atlanta. I don't like Millsap at the three. I, 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 I don't like that. I think he can play at the three in stretches, but I don't think he's a three. And they didn't start him though. They didn't start him last night at three. No, nah. they, they started Baysmore. He was the, he was the three, and uh, they had they had Millsap at four and Horford at five. Yeah, and, and, and I think, but he, but here's the thing, right? I, I I think that that three position is going to be their weak link because. Mm-hmm. Baysmore didn't score last night, and um, Shefalosha only had like six or seven points or something like that, and his shooting percentage was atrocious. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta tries to make a move or do something to to shore them up because they're definitely not going to win sixty some plus games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely, and I don't want to say that last year was a fluke because they earned every win you don't go a month undefeated and, and right. you're just some bum-ass team hell no and, and they still have that core i just i don't know if all of the pieces are still going to work out the same and i don't know if they can go on that same type of stretch run but um and then you know last is charlotte man them, 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 them dudes is and, and here's the thing i don't i don't want to get on mj because because i feel like he's made a lot of good moves i like um uh, who was the guy who was in OKC last year? Um, I've always been high on him. Uh, he played at UConn, two, three man, smooth as hell. Come on, guys, what, what was his name? Um, like, um, wait, one of the light skin brothers? Yeah, light skin bro. The one hey, that, people that, on that net zero internet again, man. Look, look, look. It's a poor internet. <laughs> uh, he breaking well, up. Uh, am I am I straight now? We can't hear you, people. Um, <laughs> he got that net zero. He got that net zero shit, man. <laughs> it looks straight on my side. Dang. Now, uh, you, okay, see, now okay. you messing up. Um, ah, can y'all see I, me and hear me? Okay. Yeah, I see you and hear you. Can you see me? Okay. And we get more more people yeah. watching, and of course, um, jump. can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so um, damn, I can't think of this guy's name. I'm drawing a complete blink. But I anyway, I, I like Ralph. Him. Ralph is like blinking, going. I I think it's me. Not going in. Yeah, I think it's you, be. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I see Ken fine. Yeah, I see poor internet sitting along on you, B. Yeah, you got man. that that uh that that cow internet sit, uh going on over there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but um, I mean. Bruh, I'm yeah. looking right at you. It says audio only. Poor it's, internet. It says that for y'all too. It says poor signal. That's audio because your bad. Exactly. No, it's not me. Man. I got all bars, man. My signal. I'm all bars, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. You'll see. 
Um, but yeah, it, I like like I, li- I like what Charlotte has done for the future. They just I don't I don't I don't think that they have what it takes to win now. All right, uh, hey B, what's up? <laughs> oh wait, there you go. You back now? Oh okay. All right. Yeah, I, I think it was you B. No, it anyway, wasn't me. Uh, all right, man. We will see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. All right, so we're gonna move to the Western Conference Northwest Division. Um, we got Utah, Portland, Denver, Minnesota, and OKC. Um, I got OKC finishing first in this division. Um, you know what, man? I- I'm going out on a limb here. Here, um, I- I'm taking Utah to finish second. Um, that's not a limb. Going on a limb? <laughs> yeah, that's not a limb. That's, that's not a limb. limb. Okay. Nah. Because they've been together for so long. I don't talk to sometimes. But go ahead. No, man, that's not no, a limb. I was just saying, yeah, it's not a limb because that core has been together for so long. Derek Favors has grown. Um, Gorbera has grown. Um, the white boy. Uh, Gordon Hayward has grown. Alec Burke has grown. Uh, Trey Burke. You know, saying unfortunately, they're, they're, they're point guard of the future towards ACL. Um, what's his name? Golly, why, why I can't remember nobody's name right now. Um, the dude from Australia, Dante Exum. Yes, yeah. Dante Exum. Dante Exum. You know, so so nah, th- their core has been there. So so it's not going out on the limb at all. This this is their year to yeah. to, to flirt with playoffs. Yeah, I got Denver third. Portland? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. I got Portland third. Man, I don't know about Portland, man. They, I don't know about Portland. I, I'm going to respect Lillard and go Portland third, Denver fourth, and Minnesota fifth. Because I think Minnesota and Denver may may alternate that, that, the last spot um, in that division. But I'm, I, I'm a little concerned about Portland with all the pieces that they've lost. Um, and traded away. Um, that they're going to be interested to watch this year. But those, those are my, um, my, my winners, uh, my, my division picks. What, what do you guys have? All right. I got, um, yeah, cl- yeah, of course. OKC is the first place they come, they nor they represent the Northwest. Um, second, I got Utah. I mean, yeah, I don't know why you was tripping on that one, Ken. Yes, Utah. Um, third, man. Because it's like they, they, they didn't clean, they didn't clean Portland dry over there. My man Damian Lillard is over there just by himself. Um, yeah, no, so I, right. yeah, you know, and I like Minnesota, but I think just because maybe a little bit more experience, I would guess I go Portland third with Minnesota right there. At uh, I don't know. Charles yeah. Barkley, new favorite player. Oh man, Minnesota last. Minnesota might be last, probably. I don't know, B. Because Denver might be. I mean, oh man, I got Minnesota. I got Minnesota fourth and Denver last. Okay. Um. Obviously, it's OKC, OKC. first. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody, come on now. Uh, second in that division is Utah. I'm putting Portland last. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna skip ahead. I'm gonna put Portland okay. last. Okay. I think Minnesota finishes better than them for a couple of reasons. I don't think that their youth is going to be as big of a detriment because they're so talented. And I also think that they have kind of 
they have something to play for now. They have, you know, unfortunately flipped past. And everybody that's on that roster is a Flip Saunders guy. He coached Tayshawn. He obviously drafted uh, Carl Anthony Towns and KG. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that's on this roster is a Flip Saunders guy. Wiggins. He traded for Wiggins. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so I think that they're going to play with heavy hearts. And I think that Sam Mitchell, you, Sam Mitchell's a flip saw. Everybody in that organization is a flip Saunders guy. I think that they, I think that that's something that gives them extra motivation. I think that they're extremely talented. They're, they're, they're young. And Sam Mitchell knows that. And I, and the thing I like about Minnesota right now is that they understand where they are. And that they need to get their young guys playing time and that they're not necessarily trying to win a whole bunch and putting that pressure of winning on them right now. They, they're putting the pressure of learning how to be NBA professionals because you look at the, the veterans that they have on that squad. Tayshawn, ultimate professional. KG, ultimate professional. All of these guys are professionals. And I think that that's going to be invaluable for them. And for guys like Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns to have somebody like KG and Tayshaun on that roster to ask questions during the season, during practice, during film study, how to learn how to how to how to watch film, how to do all of these things that make you a great player right there at your disposal, that that's invaluable for them. That's invaluable. And I don't think that Portland has anything like that. And that's the reason why I'm putting them last. I think that they're going to have a lot of those players are going to have opportunities to make names for themselves. And I think that you're going to see a lot of inconsistency with them. But I don't think Dane Lillard is that guy to just win you consistent games like that. And I, and I'm, and I don't, and I don't, I'm not disrespecting them because my ideology when it comes to point guards and little men in basketball I think that for you to overcome and actually put a team on your shoulders and win consistent games, you physically have to be able to dominate a game consistently. Like last night, right, when I was watching um, Golden State, there was one play where Steph Curry went baseline, went for the went for the for, for, for the um, the layup. And here comes Anthony Davis out of nowhere and blocks it as a little. You have to be able to. Because that bucket at that time, I think it was like tied, and that would have put them up in terms of Golden State. You have to make that bucket. You physically have to out physically uh, or out out man Anthony Davis right there. When you are a superstar, we've seen LeBron do it. We've seen KD do it. We've seen Jordan do it. You have to physically impose your will at times, and little men can't do that. They can't do that. Steph can't do that. You need big guys. You need medium-sized guys. You need all of those other guys when you're a little man to impact the game in that way. And Dane does not have that. Now, they are more athletic. And um, what's his name? Myers Leonard, he's a three-point shooter. Um, I do like Plumlee. I like Ed Davis. I like some of the pieces that they have. But none of these guys outside of Dane Lillard, and even we talked about it in our top five, has been consistent. And even Dame Lillard last year was inconsistent. So I, I, I just I don't have any faith in Portland. I do like the moves that they made for their future, but this I, I, I think they're be I think they're below Minnesota, man. Okay. Damn, last though. I think they're last. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it, it, it's painful to say, but you know that that's a possibility. But I, I don't know. I, last is is a bit harsh, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Damn last. Uh, all right, Pacific Division. Um, I mean, defending champs, Golden State Warriors. Obviously, they should finish first. Um, we all know that. Uh, but wrap, uh, rounding out that division, we have uh, Los Angeles, the Lakers. Well, we have the Lakers and the Clippers. We have the Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings. B. Golden State. Golden State finishing first. Yeah, Golden State going to represent the Pacific. L.A. Clippers will be second. Oh, now third. Third is really interesting because you know what makes third so interesting is that the fact I think these three teams are going to be battling, you know, possibly for the, that final spot, that final eighth spot in the playoffs, which is the Lakers, Phoenix, and the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, to fit, see who's coming in third in this one, because um, who Phoenix got? You know, Drogic's gone. They, I know they picked up Tyson Chandler. Let's so. Like, Let's so. Um, Brandon Knight. Um, I think I might go Sacramento um, third, Phoenix fourth, and L.A. is going to come in last in the Pacific. I really, I think just because I think just because of the coaching situation, if if, if Rondo can kind of get back to the Rondo that we've seen in Boston a little bit and, and get get flowing with Rand, Rand, Rudy Gay and Demarcus Cousins. I think Sacramento. I think Sacramento can definitely, you know, kind of surprise some folks and be that third best team in the Pacific Division over Phoenix and Lakers. So I got them three. Yeah, I got. I'm sorry, Rod, if you're listening to Lakers fans. I I got y'all last, man. I still think Phoenix just because deep too. I think if I'm not mistaken, I have to look at their roster. But um, because I remember Phoenix was like right there, almost being that playoff squad. So um. Yeah, I might have to go with I'm 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 gonna go with Phoenix going fourth and yeah, dang, I might have to do that. Sorry. Uh, for me, I have uh besides Golden State finishing first, um, give me the Clippers second. Uh, I'm going with Sacramento third, man. Uh, Cousins stay healthy. I think they're gonna shock some people this year. Um, Phoenix fourth, and I'm with you, Los Angeles Lakers. They're gonna round out the bottom of, of that division. Um, you know, in the Pacific. Before, what say you? Um, I'm definitely going Golden State first, Clippers second. Um, I, you know, we, I'm not even going to go into all of their additions and growth and all of that. <laughs> um, third, I, I don't think Sacramento is that big of a surprise, though. Like, when you look right. at their talent, yeah. I think the question mark is George Carl. Right, right. I, real quick, maybe to us, but. Mm. To the casual, yeah, you know, I guess they're gonna yeah. be like, "Oh, Sacramento, man! I didn't think they was gonna do this. They were so, you know, they ain't do nothing last year." So, yeah, yeah. no, no, then like roster wise, they're nice. Yeah. Their, their question mark nice. is George Carl and how yeah. how he gets all of that to work together yeah. because because I think that their team is complementary. It's just I think they're they're a lot of their personalities are volatile. That's the question mark. Um, actually, I. I guess I guess yo Rod, if you if you listening, I, I got the Lakers in front of Phoenix because I think Phoenix is a franchise in disarray. I, 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 they don't have direction. They, come, on, I knew that they, I knew that they had a problem last year when they signed Isaiah Thomas. 
How are you going to play Isaiah, Bledsoe, and Drogic? All three of them guys are small guards. That When I saw that, I already knew that I'm off the Phoenix bandwagon. They got to start making – they got to start doing I, – I, I don't know where they're going. But I like what I see with the Lakers. It's more of a future type thing, but their core of Clarkston, Russell, and Randall, they just need to grow. I think the best one out of that that group of three is Clarkston right now because he played last year. He went through his ups and downs. He had an amazing summer league, an amazing summer, and you're seeing that I now. Like Randall, though, man. Randall, Randall. Randall I like Randall. I like Randall. Yeah, I like Randall, too. I, I, his advantage is his first step, his quickness, and his ball handling, and I think he's an underrated passer. His, his Where he needs to improve on is defensively, rebounding, and his jump shot. He, he, his jump shot that I think that's the first thing he needs to improve. So that way he can get the defense to, to bite more when he's facing up and then he can just blow right by him. But I got Phoenix last. Okay. All right. Um, last division in the Western Conference, we have the Pelicans. Defoe's boy. Uh, Southwest division. You say name of the division, man. Southwest, Southwest, Southwest division. Uh, the Rockets, the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, the Spurs, and the Pelicans. Um, Spurs should – well, you know what? This is actually tough um, because I last think the Rockets – Last year, every last yeah. year, all five teams was in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, think that's going to happen again this year? I got nah. the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. No, nah, not yet. I got the Rockets winning the division. Um, Spurs second, New Orleans third, Memphis fourth. Well, you know what? I checked that back. Memphis third, New Orleans fourth, and Mavericks coming in the rear. Um, I didn't know about the injuries that New Orleans had, and I just I, I kind of saw them play last night, and I, I think that's going to impact them um, in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think um, San Antonio finishes first. Um, I think with the new pieces, new energy, kind of a new vibe, um, or, or a different take, um, on the same vibe, I think that they finished first. Um, or Houston, I, I think it's a toss up. I, I, I think those two teams finished within one or two games of each other. So it's really a toss up between those two. I really like the addition of Ty Lawson. It speeds mm-hmm. that, that, that team up and it also gets the ball out of James Harden's hands more. Obviously, he's a guy that needs the rock, but, at times, it was just too much James Harden. And now they have a guy that can relieve some of that pressure. And he wanted that. He been said he needs a guy to take some pressure off. Um, ball handling. I think the third team is uh, – who, who else is in that division? Um, Dallas, the Pelicans, and who else? Memphis. 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 I think Memphis finishes third, the grindhouse. Um, every year, they're going to be the same team. Every year. Their key, like I keep saying, is Jeff Green. When is Jeff Green going to be that guy to be the one of the, like, when is he going to be consistent? You know, I think that's their question mark. Jeff Green is the key for them going all the way. If Jeff Green does not play like the second or best player on that team, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. Um, I think the Pelicans are fourth. Anthony Davis takes a big jump. Um, but I think that all of those injuries, like Ken said, is going to hurt them at the beginning of the season. And last and definitely least in the division is Dallas. Me and my brother, we was arguing 
yesterday. I damn near wanted to choke slam this dude. Oh, Dallas gonna make the playoffs. Hell no, Dallas not gonna make no damn playoffs. That Dallas, look, man, Darren Williams, I think he's over the hill. I think that um who else did they bring in? Uh they brought in somebody else. I, I just I don't like Dallas, even though Rick Carlisle's getting a five year extension. He well deserved. But I I I just I Wes Matthews. I don't know what Wes Matthews is gonna bring after the Achilles tear. I just I, I, I don't like that roster that much. Al Farouk took a jump last year. There, I, I just I don't I don't believe in that. I just don't believe in everything that's happening in Dallas right now. So I'm gonna just have to take a pass on them, man. Put them last. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty much. The, I'm pretty much on the same page as you guys. I, I'm I got uh, San Ann one. I got Houston second, Memphis three, New Orleans four, and Dallas going last place. Uh, real quick before I uh, before I bail out, um, I just want to give my I'm a FIFA. I'm gonna give my my top eight my my eight my eight teams representing the Eastern Conference that's going to playoffs, and then my eight on the West that's representing in the Western Conference. So my eight, I got um um, I got Chicago one possibly, yeah, because I got them taking division. So Chicago, Cleveland, two, three. I got um. And it's gonna have to be a team that won a division, huh? Because I was I was thinking Milwaukee, but no, they're, they're going away from that in the playoffs. Chicago, yeah, Chicago records, yeah, yeah, Chicago, Miami, probably gonna be two just because Cleveland gonna be three since they ain't take the division. I got them not winning the division, but um, and then I got Milwaukee, I got uh Wizards, I got Toronto, and then who I had? I think I had between Boston and Detroit for the AFC. Yeah, I think that's it. And that's, yeah, that's it. And I had Atlanta. Yeah, I had Atlanta like the six or seven seed. And then I had Boston and Detroit possibly up in there fighting for that final spot, the final playoff spot in the East. Yeah. And then in the West, West I got um, uh, I got Golden State one, Spurs two, um. And I'm looking at the divisions because I know like the top three divisions normally get the top seeds. So, yes, uh, Golden State, Spurs, OKC, and I got uh, Clippers, got Houston, got uh, Memphis, and who else? I think I think Utah will be an AFC. I can see Utah being an AFC and possibly Sacramento being an AFC. So I know I named like what like like nine teams or whatever. So. But yeah, that's what I got. That's my playoffs. All right, for me in the East, I got, and I'm not gonna put them in order. I'm, I'm gonna just give the eight teams: uh, Cleveland, Chicago, Miami, um, Toronto, Washington, Milwaukee. Uh, did I say Atlanta? No, you didn't say Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, and it's gonna come down. I think either down to these three teams: Pistons, Celtics, and Orlando. Mm-hmm. So one of them three. I, I don't know. I'm not going to pick the eight team. It's going to be one of those three. In the West, I got uh, Golden State, Houston, San Antonio, OKC, um, Clippers, Pelicans, um, Kings, Memphis. Those are my eight. 
All right, and for me, real quick, I got uh, Cleveland, Miami, um, uh, Boston. I got Chicago. Uh, let's see, that's four. Um, Toronto, Washington, and Atlanta. Um, and they're not in order, by the way. Um, West, Golden State, Utah, um, the Rockets, the Clippers, the Kings, and, uh, wait, let's see. Uh, Golden State, Utah, OKC, the Clippers, the Kings, the Rockets, San Antonio, uh, and the Pelicans. <coughs> and, you know, that, that's that. So, those are the playoff teams. Um, oh, B already dipped. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's it. Um, man, yo, uh, before we sign off, because actually I got to go too, um, let us know how you guys like this blab, man. Um, you know, we can actually take – we didn't take any right now because we needed to kind of blow through this. Um, but, you know, let us know how you guys are feeling this, man. You can see us. We can also take this down and upload it. I mean, there are different things that we could do. We could also take calls, um, even though I think that would be difficult if we're doing the show because we can only have four at a time. But, um, but I, you know, I think it's kind of tight, man. Um, and then we can see each other, so we can actually argue, you know, and we can see when somebody and stop somebody mid-sentence. Right. Like, yo, you, hey, you <laughs> yeah, need to let exactly. me talk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let us know how you guys are feeling this. If you listen to the podcast or if you're watching it on YouTube, um, you know, and it's on demand, you know, you guys can come back and finish it up, but, you know, let us know how you're feeling it. But anyway, um, yeah, special edition, man, NBA preview. Uh, FIFO gave you guys a lot of insight that we didn't get a chance to really touch on. Uh, he was very in-depth um, with, with you know, his selections. And, um, you know, we didn't get a chance to really go into detail that much last night. We had a couple of calls and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, this was it. So we wanted to definitely get his take on uh, the upcoming NBA season. So there you have it. Document it. So um, we out, man. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.